You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. This is a big check. A very big check. Wake up, folks. You ain't never on the big checklist. So now, let me tell you about the talk of the town. What's the talk of the town? This is the checkpoint. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Checkers Podcast. This is episode 34. This is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here for my co-host. AJ the Diva, please Okay, and we have a very special surprise for you all. This is... This is no longer the Checkers Podcast. This is the roundtable discussion. Yeah, um, we have the princess, the Prosecco princess. Yes, that's me. Everybody you know and love. We have <laughs> Clean Money Mac. When the money counter. New album out. Check that out. And we have Life is Good. Uh, it's young Nigel in the building. I'm getting old now, though. So. I even did, though. <laughs> um, let's just jump right into it. I have church notes for you guys. Um, this week's sermon is about standing on the promises of God. Mm. Essentially, the pastor was asking, like, have you ever been blindsided by news that struck fear in your life? And I feel like we all have. And basically, he was saying, like, this is a time where you really just buckle down and talk to God. Like, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. So, just a word to get you through whatever you're going through, as we always do. And, yeah, um, this week, we have lost the legendary, the icon, DMX. Darkman X. I'm sad about this. Darkman X? That's what it stands for? Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was he was named. He named himself after the machine. What machine? They also call him Dark Man X. Yeah. It's oh. his it's Is it because he's dark skin? He's a dark dude. Wow. It's a, it's a beat machine. As far as I know, it's a beat machine called DMX. Yes, it is a DMX. Test the blood and all that other. But yeah, allegedly, allegedly. But he's also referred to as Dark Mr. Earl, rest in peace. Um, the dog, the big dog. We also lost Prince Philip. No, 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 hold on. We cannot we see. Okay. No, we're going to get into him, but... We're going to get into DMX later? You want to do it right now after yes. a rest in peace? I am moved by this. Oh. <laughs> like, okay, I love DMX. Mm-hmm. I remember being like... A little girl. It was a little girl. Mm-hmm. A little girl at the Harlem Parade. Running around. Seeing come through on, on the, the bikes. bikes. Yes, on 7th Ave. And it just, it took my heart. It's an image that you'll never it's forget. It's the law. Like, it's the first lady for me. Who, Eve? <sighs> I mean, Eve's also Scorpio, so please. Do you have the paw tattoo like Eve? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> have no fucking paw tattoo. That's so freaky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You look like you have something on your chest, Clean Money. Let's talk about it. We might as well. Look, when when, when DMX passed, rest in peace, um, to be honest, I felt a little disconnected from it. I was like, you know what, that's a little bit before my time. How old are you? I'm 26. But I feel like DMX in his prom, that's, that's when I was just coming of age. I wasn't listening to hip-hop music when DMX was in his prom prom. Fair enough. Right, but then I realized, you know how big DMX is? Even I have a fond 
DMX memory. Which is? I used to play football, right? Okay. And I played for Mount St. Michael, and there was a team called exactly. Zavarian. I don't know what school that is. Honestly, I don't know where it's. I think it's in Queens, but it's by water because every time we played them, it was cold. And they had um, a song, like a mantra, and it was X gonna give it to you, X gonna give it to you. Uh, I don't know what song that is, but they whooped our ass in the place. It was so oh, they bad. gave it to you. And, they, and that shit <laughs> rings in my head to this yeah, day. Because they, they was okay. killing us. You're traumatized. That just goes to show how great he was as an artist. I feel like his music has something to do with how good they were. Like, when Wait, he what? would come on, like, I feel like he would really, like, the energize the, spirit, the team. The like, he was, like, really, like, the coach. It was like the Spanish for Popeye, basically. Yeah. Fair like, enough. Like, <laughs> Popeye, dead ass. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they was, what? like, killing us. Killing us. But rest in peace then, for real. His music definitely moved folks, you know? Whether it was, you know, his deep, you know, dark, dark <laughs> about depression or whatever, yeah. and, you know, so with his death, there's been a lot of. Wait, you got something to say? I was, was going to say like keep, um, just to keep it, kind of change the tone. I don't have like a real memory of it. His music is legendary and everything. I'm saying like him ODing and that that whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So people that you know, he whatever he was doing to OD, I know. If I was able to ask him, did you mean to do that? He'll say no a hundred times out of a hundred, and we could go with anybody that OD'd. Maybe, maybe they meant to do it, maybe not. But most times, I'm willing to bet that they didn't mean to do it. So it's like, so it was like an accident? I'm going to assume that it's an accident. This sounds yeah. dark. It's, it's literally, most things that we consume is literally poison. Alcohol is poison. Like, whatever he was doing, there's so much that the body can actually take before it's just like, body shuts down. You know what I mean? I hate to be that guy. Be but, that guy. But... Sources confirm that he go. took the COVID vaccine. Oh my gosh, I'm hoping I'm starting with this. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, one? We got the conspiracies. It's the conspiracy it's podcast now. The Black Study Kids. <laughs> I'm just, you gotta look at things from all ages. Am I, am I right? Ultimately, I'm just saying, I just want to throw it out there. That's fair. You know, yeah, you know that's, that's fair. That's fair. I think I, I have a quick question. I'm sorry, I don't really question. Go ahead. <laughs> where, where does he fall in terms of like the greatest rappers? In We're not gonna do that. Okay. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> it's too fresh. <laughs> it's too fresh. Top ten is New York rappers. It is. This is too fresh. We can't do this right now. This is way too fresh. Ah. However, he's not top five. He definitely not top five. Um. He's top three. So that we can't do that right now. But I feel like something that needs to be said. My top three is undefeated, so I don't think he could be in my top three. Something that needs to be said is like since he died, like there's like a topic of how the music industry treats their artists, especially when they're dealing with health issues, mental health issues. It's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of people that need help. But basically, they're saying like how the record label they had no concerns for DMX and he was just out here like just dealing with life. 
he wasn't really making money from his music, his catalog. So, like, he has 17 kids. I feel like there was a lot of things that he was... 15? Thank you. There's a lot of things that he's been dealing with behind the scenes. And pretty much, I feel like that's aiding in that whole... And I hate to hop in my conspiracy theorist bag again. Go ahead. <laughs> but he does have a project coming out. What? And my, he, he said he had something coming out with Pop Smoke. Did, did we not hear this? I did I see that. I did hear that. He did say that. That was, that was a baby, that yeah. Was exactly, on the um, Drink Champs interview. Oh, and this got me wondering, like, was anybody excited for his project? No. Come on. I wasn't. I didn't know that he had a project. And if but there's one thing I, I know about the industry is that they have to build demand. So you think that... But he also drifts recently to the person. I'm just saying... But it's also, too, like, his label out. released the whole compilation album, like, days yes, after he died. That was very tacky. What was that? His label released a compilation yes. album, like, after so he died. So it's like a whole bunch of things in motion right now. They've been using DMX. Ben. Like, I, I wasn't seeing it. You know somebody is for sale? And I was like, on. We are moving on. Like, yeah, this is going a whole I'm bunch of different places. Really. <laughs> no, give, give her her, her seat. Just something small. Demi Lovato. Have you guys seen the, her? I did not watch her knockout. It's really good. And I think what makes that documentary super good is because most times when we see documentaries about people who overdose, they're usually dead. Yeah. Wow. She's alive. It's, it was very powerful. But and she's alive. Show, she's alive. But like addiction is just a crazy beast, mm-hmm. and it's really most times a comfort to some people. Yeah. But it's ultimately poison to your body, and I feel like that's just you know what happens. That's fair. So you, I would you say you cannot like, be a crackhead for a hundred years. Not saying that DMX was one, but yeah. you're gonna die eventually. Even though they be outliving us though, sometimes. Not right? to not to call him a crackhead, right? Because I right, like look. Not to so call him a crackhead. We all got we all got our addictions, right? I, I'm sure I'm addicted to whatever I'm addicted to, and I know that. What would you say you're addicted to? Life. Life is good. I'm addicted to. I push the limits, right? Oh, so, I, I, I could say alcohol. I right. could say alcohol. I could say weed. You're right. addicted. You know, in a sense, in a sense, I like, like, definitely, like, I'll be tight if I don't have weed. Let's say on vacation. Like, that's the first thing I'm looking for when I touch down. I'm looking for weed, bro. That my shit is gonna be ruined until I find some weed. Oh, that's wow. some addictive shit. That that is. So, I'm saying, if you die happy, if you do what make you happy, end up killing you. I feel like any you ask anybody if. if if you doing what makes you happy, end up killing you. Everybody say I'll do that a million times. Like, mm. if I die doing what makes me happy, that's what I'm gonna choose to do. And if what he was doing in that moment made him happy, he, I'm sure he had a good life, and he said it a million times. So, and he did. Rest in peace to DMX. We gonna close that out right there with that. Rest in peace, DMX. Um, also, rest in peace, Prince Philip. That's, yeah, your, that's your man. Why do you keep judging? <laughs> Yo, I have a question. <laughs> because if he's married to the queen, why is he Prince Philip? Why is he King Philip? Does anybody know? Nobody knows. You know, Hit your history, so, history books. I like the history books. So. Hit the history books. The Prince Philip has more of the bruised arm and like the, the burns. He he's dead. 99. He was dead man walking. No, wow. Too, <laughs> you know who wouldn't want the hands when you get to. Actually, you won't get to heaven. But Prince Philip is going to be looking down at you like. Raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> wow, wow, Walter. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, Prince, I mean, are we still not... We were just up in arms about the whole Megan and, you know, interview. So it's just like... It's still a rest in peace. Condolences, you know, like, that's that's all it is. It's not like I love you, but... Anywho, um, congrats to Summer Walker on giving birth to her baby girl. Princess Bubblegum. 
it's a big thing. She's she's hiding Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> so definitely shout out to her and London on the track. Congrats to Jeezy and Jeannie May. They got married. She's Jenkins now. Yeah. Her name is weird. Jeannie My Jenkins. That too, but Let's not. we love love. We Let's love love. Congrats to them. Um, happy birthday to Little Nas X, Dage Loaf, Jasmine Sullivan. And there's a bunch of Aries right now. I'm gonna just leave it at that for now. But shout out to all of them, and let's just jump into new music. Um, this week, Bankroll Freddy featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. It's a big thing. Megan did what needed to be done on this. I love the video a lot. Um, she had a line that said, I'm, I guess I'm too hot. Guess why these bitches ain't cool with me. It was a little line right there. It's a little lines in there. Definitely check that out. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Gwen Stefani released a new song with Saweetie. I don't really like it. Trash. I feel like Sweetie don't got her it. Team, her team is a good team. Sweetie. sweetie don't got Even it. Even doing like her music, you stand the content. What no, content? I'm, I'm, the Birkin Chronicles. No, she's a vibe. She's funny. She's on TikTok. She's cute. The girl loves. She's her. a pretty girl. I'm not going to take that away. No, sweetie, no, sweetie, no, sweetie Tom is packing up. She's done. We packing up Sweetie though. Yeah, is it? I used to keep for all the time. She's done. Is it because she's no longer with the Hancho? No, no. Now look, listen to that. So because she's not with the Hancho, now you got to produce. Now we not we don't care about your pics. You're gonna put pretty pics up anyway. So if you're gonna make music, you better make good music. Oh shit! And she's not making good music. Oh shit! Her best songs are samples. It's Icy Girl and um, Tap, Tap in. in. Exactly those two songs. That's it. And maybe this Bessie with the Tessie shit is cool. But okay, so I, I like the pretty bitch freestyle. Well, Bessie and Tessie not even doing the numbers that it's supposed exactly. to. Exactly. Wow. Like, so yeah, really packing up, sweetie. Nah, she's pretty, but she gotta well, go. She gotta go. I ain't gonna lie, that icy girl. She came in hot with the icy girl freestyle. Can't stop, won't stop. Get guap. Ten white toes in the toy flip flops. Send me, like I know that shit. Okay. I could go for a little bit on that song. Wow. You got your white toes. Um. Also, this week, CJ released a new song with Dream Doll called "Little Freak." And people are really talking about Dream Doll on a specific track. She's going viral on Twitter. They actually respect her verse on this one. Um, they see her talents and, you know. I don't even think that was one of her best verses. I would agree with you in that, but. I think that any New York City girl could be a rapper. Because she's just talking about shit that we know we do. Like, like what? Just really dumb Spin your butt. That's what she said. Wow. I just repeated it. Okay. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. This is not the episode for that. Next episode. We got a next episode coming. We're gonna be cooking up on the episode. But also, Jacquees released his track star remix. Definitely a vibe. One thing my fucking Jacquees gonna do is remix your motherfucker. Songs. And make it better. And make it real better. Um, it's, it's definitely a vibe. Make sure y'all check that out. Iggy and Tyga released a new song called Sip It. Definitely skip it. I'm not really feeling it. It's mid. 
subpar. Um, I just feel it's like not at all. it's black work. Yeah, um, Black China's song is actually better than that. Make sure y'all check that out. Doja featuring Scissor this week, Kiss Me More. And that's another song I don't really like, and I feel like it's overhyped at the moment. It's supposed to give the whole same girl, like Usher, that type of vibe, and I just don't like it. It does, it's not Yikes. pleasing to my ears, which is unfortunate because I'm still waiting on SZA to release. T-shirt? Yes. Because right now she's three for three. She has... Yeah. Um, Good days. Good days is fire. Maybe this I collaboration mean, wasn't good. I've been listening to Doja off the iPod too. I mean, I'm not supposed to really be supporting her, but <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, we support Doja, sorry. I don't really like Doja. I like Doja. That street's on the card. <laughs> oh, that's the um the, the red challenge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was giving mushrooms. Yeah. But um, so, Dream Girl says she has a Whoop D remix on the way. Make sure y'all look out for that. I'm ready for that. Mm, that's gonna be good. I wonder yeah. what that's gonna sound like. Oh yeah, Dreams and Nightmare. Her nightmare flow. When she put on that hard voice. Uh, <laughs> but when she gets like the deep voice, that's her nightmare. Did you make that up? No, for real, that's her thing. That's a good thing. Um, a Boogie got a song with Rowdy on the way. That sounds like a bop. This lets me know. A Boogie don't miss. So. No, he was really like in pocket. Like it, it, it's some heat coming for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> um, Justin Bieber released Peaches and it went number one. Now let me say something about Peaches now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Peaches. Damn. So I'm telling y'all right now. That's that's. If it was a little later in the summer, that would have been a, later in the year. That would have been the, sum, the song of the summer. That, it might still could be. It's that's, number one. That's a big hit right there. Peaches. And you can't cancel Daniel Caesar, even though you asked he him to, because he's still number one. He's still getting number one back, and he still make good music. Talk even about if, it. Even if y'all skipped his last album, because his first album was classic. Second album was still good, even though y'all ain't listen to it. Tune in, man. But I will say, I didn't like Giveon on that song. And this nigga Giveon sound like Braxton from Jamie Foxx, bro. Wow. Every time he sing, bro, I hate this nigga. <laughs> but but he was on the track and it sounded. I like I like Giveon by Giveon. Like I don't like him with other people. Mm-hmm. Like Heartbreak Anniversary is. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like always oh, sounds sad, even if he like why you always sound sad, bro. That's his vibe. It's like a black Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Justine Sky. Yes. Getting through it. Because <laughs> her career is clicking down. Don't gas. Don't gas. She's sipping the drink. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Niger released a song featuring Ari Lennox called Set Him Up, which is also in that pocket of Same Girl. And again, like I don't really like it. But... We wish Queen Naja the best of luck in everything that she does you in do. life. I do. Oh, okay. great dresses, great dresses. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not great dresses. Ma'am, you'll respect Queen Naja. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to talk about Sonder and Georgia? Yeah, Sonder and Georgia Smith. Mm. With you. I love Sonder. What do you love about Sonder? I, I don't think everything. I've ever heard any of everything. What's, what's the difference between Sonder and Brent? Sonda was his first name. Sonda was his first name. So there was a group. It was like um, Brent, and then he had like two producer guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like division. All right. Yeah. Brent, Fias, Baby, Sonda. 
Oh, was Brent, Brent a part of Sonder? Yeah. Brent was the voice. Okay. But the sound was of the other two guys. Yeah. So y'all leaving out details. <laughs> but alright it's just like let's think about the comparison like if okay so like um what's his name from Hawaii who's from what's Hawaii who are you with Bruno Mars it's Bruno Mars but then what's the sound silk oh that's with the innocent pack oh innocent so it's just kind of like that like it's just like an artist I don't like when they do that they be pissing me off but I don't how was the song? Yeah, That's a good song, yeah. by the way. That's a it's good a song. song. But Sonder's brand brand is Sonder, and Sonder means, like, to Dang. wander. So, Dang. very good. Good message, Dang. guys. Tune in, tune in. Shout out to Jordan Smith, too. She's a baddie when she's bald. She's a she, baddie when she's bald. She shaved her hair? She, that's how she came out. She came out bald? Like, her first little, like, thing, she was bald. Wow, wow, wow. He's dead. He's dead. We know she made Drake drop two hours to her family house for what? Nah, Drake is a pedophile, but we're not gonna speak on it. Whoa! 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 Whoa. My fault, my fault. Next episode, next episode. You are burning things. <laughs> like, um, hold on, how old is Georgia? Bro, Drake is, is over 30. How old is Georgia at that time? What time? 14. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, it's not, we're not even gonna mention Millie Bobby Brown. He used to throw hard on the Millie Bobby Brown, but strange things, everybody has hard eyes about. What? Nah, he's a creep, bro. Let's just transition over right, into the checkup. Um, this is where we give you updates on everything that we spoke about in the past. Yes. Amanda Gorman, who gave the legendary iconic speech at the inauguration. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, we, we put her on the big checklist because we mentioned that she would be getting M's. She recently announced that she turned down seventeen million dollars in endorsements within this past year. So I definitely just want to give her a big check because I just feel like she's someone Fact. who is just going to just continue scoring and just continue just... I think it speaks to the whole thing of like not all good, not, not all money is good money. But 100%. She said like, I turned down these endorsements because they didn't align with the type of content that she produces and stuff like that. You know, she's very like black focused and empowerment, yeah. youth empowerment, et cetera. And so I think that just speaks volumes. I love how you said people, that. You see a lot of people be out here and be saying that they stand for one thing and be doing a whole nother thing. I'm glad you're saying this because basically I want to just jump into a checkpoint right now. Like, how do you feel about... Basically, I saw this headline about, like, one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement. She bought, like, a $1.5 million house in, like, a predominantly white neighborhood in California. Like, how do you guys feel about that? And, like, most of her money has come from things surrounding the movement. Black Lives Matter movement, no tea, no shade, just because of, you know, from the Grammys performance with Tamir Rice mom speaking out and other moms. And Mallory, Tamika Mallory. Yeah, speaking out about the fact that their families are not even being supported and you keep on using their child's name Mm -hmm. for whatever else. And so for that, it's like, it's really fucked up. It's definitely fucked up. I feel like... In any situation, like in any situation, it's like it's a hierarchy. It's corporation. It's this and that. And it's like it's fucked up that you, under the guise of Black Lives Matter movement, you're still fucking over the people that you're supposed to be helping. Uplifting. That's a fact. I, I I gotta talk about this because Please I feel jump passionately into it. about this. What do you feel passionately about? A lot of our activists are for sale. Mm-hmm. They're for sale. But I think we as a people have to understand that our activists are for sale because we don't really support them when they're grassroots. Mm. 
I don't believe that. You don't. It's true though. I don't believe that. It's it's true. At the end of the day, people gotta get paid. No, and, no, no, and I'm not, I'm not condoning what they. But like doing. she just said, not all money is good money. Yeah. Tamika D. Mowry so, in her in her um Escalade commercial, right? We could talk about Tamir Rice's mother coming out against these activists, right? And I totally support. What do you um, support? I support the people who are told, who are speaking out against these activists. Okay, but I do want to address their point of view as well. Like I got I gotta get to a bag too. You know, that, I'm, out here, I'm out here putting together these marches. I'm doing this, that, and the third. And who's going to pay me? But what, who's going to donate, donate to my nonprofit? At profit? what lengths are you willing to go when there's going? dead bodies on your I, back? Listen, I feel that, though, but I think it's fucked up when you have something like Brianna Khan, where you have mm-hmm. celebrities and activists, mm-hmm. so to say, that are capitalizing off of the death of my... Bodies on your back. Like the, the death of my fucking child, and you name a whole fucking event for Brianna Khan, and I don't see no profit, no nothing. I don't even see you there. You're not even offering. Like, it's some. When Tamir Rice, and I forgot the other mother's name that released the letter following. From Marley Graham. It's a yeah. bunch of them. Um, the um, Little Little Baby's Grammy's performance. It's like her fucking family was homeless at one point. And what did the Black Lives Matter movement do? What house is in LA? In white oh, neighborhoods, a lot of these activists <laughs> are ambulance chasers. They're just chasing ambulances, mm-hmm. creating stories, right? Creating drama, organizing. It's disgusting. It is really and disgusting. You have, to, you have to be wary of that. A lot of us, a lot of us, go out to these marches and these demonstrations and feel like we're doing something. But a lot of times, all we are is pawns on a chessboard. Mm. Pawns on a chessboard. So you really got to be careful about who you're going out to demonstrate with and what agendas you're attaching yourself to. Because you're you're just a number a lot of times. Like, all right, I shit, I think I could get ten thousand people out of it. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what the activists are selling. Because I'm an influencer. Yeah. In terms of activism. <laughs> yeah. We gonna have ten thousand people on Fifth Avenue in Harlem, and we gonna march from here to Brooklyn. Because Tamika Mallory is linked to Yandy, who is has has this whole other network. Yandy, Yandy, Yandy. Like the Al Sharpies of the world. You know, we want to calm you down. Benjamin you Crump. This, that, and the third. Oh, Benjamin another ambulance Crump. chase. Benjamin Crump. Fuck Benjamin Crump, man. What's the ambulance Fuck all the all them people Somebody that's Somebody who waits for a black person to die. Oh, wow. And then you pull up behind the ambulance and find the mother and say, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm going to so what's, that what's that term? What's that term? Ambulance chaser. Ambulance chaser. That's chaser. fucked up. That's, that's I never heard that that's before. That's a hustle. That's a hustle. That's a lot of hustles. Yeah. But... Yeah, definitely shout out to Amanda Gorman for sure. Um, Also in the news this week, we found out that Takeoff is no longer going to be charged in that sexual assault case. So definitely shout out to him. Hopefully we could get... I think it's because like lack of lack of evidence or something. This happened a couple years ago. Yeah. This is like 2015, 2016, no? This was actually like last year, two years ago. Oh. Yeah, it's real recent. Okay. That's why he's been real quiet. But okay. hopefully we I get culture three. He was battling the case. Battling let's be clear. <laughs> and now let's just jump right into um Lil Nas. As we mentioned in our last episode, he's mm. been going through some legal battles with a company called I guess Mischief, M S C H F over these Satan shoes. Um, Nike basically sued them, and they essentially recalled the shoe that was retailing for basically $1,000. So, question. Those weren't Nikes? No. Those were never Nikes? 
They were Nikes, but they were basically customized Nikes. They were they were customized. Yeah, yeah, that was being resold. Okay. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. That's, That's crazy. And he basically went on Twitter saying how he doesn't feel like it's right that a company is able to have that much power to yeah, recall a shoe. I would agree. But um, it's their brand. So, like, I didn't really agree with that. And you know how I feel about nah, I'm not here a lot of my travels in, like, the last two weeks. Your travels. Where have yeah. you been? Oh, tell us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> what I about how I took him apart little Nas little Nas X he was all like oh you know the um backlash he received from his video um Montero whatever and he was like insinuating the fact that like oh like my image isn't for kids blah 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 why I'm in motherfucking Target oh you was in Target yeah that's where you was traveling to yeah girl (laughs) I was in Target and this nigga got a motherfucking kids book so oh, no, we spoke me, about that. You're not about to tell me that you're not for kids. We gave him a big check for that. And all this that you're taking. Honestly, when it comes to this, as far as his shoe, I mean, I think Nike has the right to say... A hundred percent. That's their brand. Like, mm-hmm. nah. You, know, yeah, you purposely... Like, you disagree? Why? The only reason why I... I'll, I'll say I su- after. Okay, the only reason why I support <laughs> Nike in this decision is because of everything. The whole... St- the whole... Satanism around the that shit. too, and the whole blood and it being labeled this that six six six. True. You're doing like at the end of the day though, you're saying that it's a mischief and Nike. At the end, they that's still tied to the brand of Nike. And if Nike doesn't want to align himself with that, right. they have the right to cease and desist. It's bad we see that we see that it's all definitely the time bad for when artists try to use samples in a song and you cannot play it because I'm not allowing you to use my samples. Yeah. So I'm not gonna allow you to use my name. I'm not gonna allow you to use my sneaker. I like this. Well, my yeah, whole thing is too, like, why did you choose Nike? Like, you could have just made a sneaker, like, just make it a mischief sneaker. Like, it was like an Air Max sneaker that they put blood in the bottom. John, crazy. But look, I, I, I say I disagree because, look, the only way the money gonna keep being made and the only way the culture is gonna keep being pushed forward is if people keep creating. And for Nike to keep being shut, shut, you know, keep shutting people out, you know, this is not the first time. And it won't be the last. Like, they shut people out all the time in lawsuits of good people still in their silhouettes and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, come on, son. What, what, what's, what? This is really a monopoly. It's Nike and what else? It's literally Nike it's and then what else? And then Adidas. But Adidas is still, I mean, because of yay, but still not almost, there, still not there with Nike. Nike really has a stronghold on everything. It's really a monopoly. You look at everybody for you go on a train, you go you'll count you'll count ten Nikes before you count probably one pair of Adidas. That's literally. only in the US though. This is why we're designer. Okay. European only. Talk to me Nikes, okay? But, but say, say like that though. But other than other than that, I'm saying even even a gear though, even you look on TV, you see all the sports teams as Nike or Jordan. Jordan is hundred percent. And I get what you're saying, but when you're putting my brand with something demonic I have to step in. I have to I, lower your up. If I take, if I buy a bunch of Air Force Ones and I customize them shits with some fire shit and I catch on and that's my shit and they cease and desist me, bro, I don't have a problem with that, bro. You that should I, have a problem with that because you. I'm gonna have. You play devil's advocate real quick, Nacho, because you you the one with the same point. If you had a if you had a clothing brand, right? 
Let's say it's called NLZ. Let's say it's called <laughs> NLZ, right? All right, okay. And then I buy two thousand NLG shirts. Right. And I put it on the back of the shirt. Fuck that nigga. Eating ass is good for your health. Whoa. Like, <laughs> don't you think you have the right to say, listen, I do not want to align my brand with yours. Especially it, if you don't agree with it, eating it, ass. It, 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 listen, but look, but look, look, look. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Look, this is the same thing I have on now sell with music and samples. If you put it into the and I even heard J Cole say this shit on the end of a song like if you put the shit into the world let us use it and make some new shit off of it don't don't be stingy with the art bro don't be stingy if with you the make art. art is it for free but you being stingy with the profits so I'm gonna lawyer up and that's just that on that look how I'm being <laughs> already 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 compensated you by buying your product if I take a bunch of Uniqlo shirts and I put a and I put a sign on them. Uh, if I take a bunch of plain Uniqlo Hanes, like, what are y'all saying? You're going to jail. I, That's no, what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm, if, I say, <laughs> if I have my whole brand, if I keep a whole brand in, in, in Gildan and you Ains keep shirts, the Uniqlo tag do. on it and the Gildan tag on it, he you're going to jail. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, what's the difference? Milano did the same thing with H&M shirts and they sued her. She's going to fucking jail. Like, <laughs> Right, right. Like, right. They probably would have still paid money to it. That's a fact. They would have been like, it's late, we're promoting him, we're sending by him more collections. Because basically. That's, that's a part of it. That's a part of it. If Nas came to them like Nas X came to them like, yo, let's I got this crazy idea with this crazy video. It's gonna be crazy, but it's gonna pay off. Yeah. They would have been with it, but that's because they're not eating, but they mad now. Business, but it was being Dr. Oz because I would have invited Nike to the table to the conversation with And it was being marketed as Lil Nas X has a Nike endorsement. And Nike collab. So it was like yeah. I thought it they was had to Nike step collab. in. Exactly. Nobody knew about mischief. Yeah, I thought it was. Nobody did. But to close this out, I want to give you Sada Baby's comments. Oh, no. OMG. So basically, like, when DMX died, he was like, God, we said Lil Nas X, not DMX. Oh, wow. So sad. So dark. Now, why why do you think he said that? A couple different reasons. Homophobic? Okay. Homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like... Sada Baby's brand is to piss people off, so it's pretty much Very aligned with that. But he should have stopped on his head. But also, too, I feel like Lil Nas X, with the movements that he's been taking part of, it, it's definitely, you know, like I. I've had him up too. And it has I, I see why. It's just that you just are doing everything to click for the wrong reasons, and then you use your sexuality as a cover yeah. so that nobody can critique you. Yeah. And that's where I'm out with that, because it's like. No. I'm still that's critiquing you. Yeah. Um, also this week... And Old Time Roll was fired, though. Shout out to him. It was fired. I wasn't even jacking that. Also, you see how you guys were... I'm sorry. I wanted to just say one thing about how, like, he used to cater to the younger people or, like, children. Right. Like, he was an adult, right? He grew up. 
But we we weren't criticizing like Tony and Hattie, right? Because they grew up into like. No, we were we, know, we like, were criticizing them. Really? I was. They were, but they grew up. I was. <laughs> when she got online, fucking cleaning her house and her G string, I was oh, critiquing God. her. Chloe was saging her room. In her G string. If she has body, she has body. Right. So, but I think that's so <laughs> why everybody's mad at the long time because true. of the demonic thing. Like, they try to say that Gen Z doesn't um, respect hell or like. Respect God or fear God, like they just think everything's a joke. Because when Billy Eilish did that video and she was like, just pretending like satanic things, people were mad at her. Yeah, she It's something about the devil that people just like the bad, people just don't want to accept. But I feel like, I do feel like if it was a positive message, like it wasn't the devil, it was God, it was Nike would have been I. But because it was the devil, they were just like, hell no, 666, I'm all good. But the message of his video, I think we unpacked that, right? The message of the video is because he's gay, everybody's been telling him he's going, going to hell. hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he basically put in the video, he's on a stripper pole going down to hell. And then he's twerking on the devil. And then you come out with shoes. Devil shoes. Mm-hmm. Satan why? Shoes. <laughs> right, you should do some other shit. Like, it's just so much. And it's just like, why? You know, like, the that message of the video is like, I didn't see okay. the video. I didn't see the video. You don't want to see it. It's, it's, it's a lot of it's activity. It's it, it, Yeah. yeah. But to come up with shoes, like a physical product to sell, like that's just taking it to a whole new level, you know? And then to put human blood in it. Wait, was that? Okay, like, that was facts? At least yeah. one drop. <laughs> like, at, at least, least one, one drop. drop. Yeah. yeah. That's a good month, babes. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? So it's I, just I, like, I, it's I, just the, the so much. Nas X, you took it there, bro. That's legendary, bro. You tried <laughs> it. Legendary. You tried yeah. it. Legendary because people are going to talk shit and then one day people are going to follow him and like kind of do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all right. They, I, I would have packed you up too, bro. Blood, <laughs> human blood, human blood, human blood. I mean, if it was an animal blood, I don't want no blood, bro. Like, I thought it was just like some red, red shit. They just put it red liquid. <laughs> I thought it was just not some red, red bottom. <laughs> this is like, the red bottom episode. It was figurative. <laughs> it was bloody shoes. Was figurative, King. You got to be great. <laughs> Wake him up. Um, this is something I'm really actually. Um, we transitioning over to the big check, by the way. A big check. This is something I'm actually really upset about. So, Pinky Cole, who founded Slutty Vegan, which is up in Atlanta and a bunch of other southern states. We love Atlanta. Yeah. Um, she basically recently partnered with Shake Shack for two days. It was supposed to be Thursday and Friday of this past week. Mm-hmm. And it was only the Shake Shack in Harlem. Ooh. A staple. I'm not gonna call that a staple. I'm not joking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I like literally went down on Thursday to try this slutty burger, and you know, to my disappointment, the Shake Shack was closed because one of the employees had COVID. <laughs> I was so upset. I called up my best friend. We walked down there. Like, <laughs> we were like really excited to try this slutty burger and to support this <laughs> black-owned vegan owner. And it was closed. And there was a sign that says like the whole partnership has been postponed until later on this year. No time. Mm, yeah. But definitely shout out to her. Big checks to her because for a black woman to like create a company, you know, multiple locations across. Atlanta, 
Houston, I believe, a couple other places. Mm-hmm. And now to have a partnership with Shake Shack, like that's a big deal. Wow. Also, also the um, proceeds to each of the burger cells are going to be donated to the Giving Kitchen in Atlanta, which is a crisis relief organization um, for the food and beverage industry, and also Roar in New York, which is a community um, hospitality um, leaders advocating for the New York City um, restaurant industry. So whenever this does come back, you know, the money is I can't back, wait to try it. You know, so, to the also, shouts to one of my, um, mm. I'm not going to say inspirations, but one of the goats within the industry of entertainment and just influence and just culture, Miss <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Yes! Kimberly. Kimberly Noel Kardashian has been announced. It's not West no more? She took off the West? We not dragging that. I mean, we, we, know, we know why she got to where she got to. Go ahead. You got something to say? You guys are problematic. <laughs> she, she just touched the Billy. She just touched the Billy. Kanye's at what, five, six right now? What are we talking about? If I'm staying correct, if he was in debt when she met him. My guy. We love Kanye. My guy. Kanye saw opportunity and he saw influence and he saw the power that is the Kardashians, which is why he got in cahoots and he was he on her body cahoots. for years. Lost his way, get out. And that's how he was able to build Yeezy and his bullshit clothes, you know? Like, because I'm not jacking the clothes. Are you jacking the clothes? I don't own the clothes. Exactly. With the footwear? Yes, yes, of course. Of course. I have, I have a couple pairs of shoes. Have, of course, you gotta have some Yeezy. And that's just because I am who I am. But. <laughs> <laughs> I am who I am. Because I am who I am. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, other topic. But, shout out to Kim Kardashian West. Because she was able to, you know, become a billionaire off a, a sex tape, you know, and just Pretty an much. entrepreneur and just a wholesome queen <laughs> that I love so much, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Asian Doe. She recently purchased a home, finally. I'm happy for her. She um, bought a baby mansion, she said, and she also recently reconciled with Cash Doe. So it's just good to see like the black queens like not letting petty bullshit, you know, stop them from being queens. Um, also, we have Cruella Deville. There's a movie coming on the way. Mm-hmm. The preview, the not the preview. What do you call it? The commercial. Trailer. The trailer <laughs> is fire. Nice. I didn't see that. Od fire. Like basically, like it's basically how she became Cruella Deville. So I'm definitely, I don't know about actresses and actors, like their real names, but you seen them it, it looked like it's going to be some heat. Um, also, I don't know, Space Jam is on the way, Space Jam movie with LeBron James. LeBron, yeah. That's going to be a big thing. I feel like it's going to be real nostalgic. Like I saw the trailer and I saw the like, kids these days don't even know about fucking Space Jam. Let me tell you something. Oh, you work with them, right? Bring us to the street. Fun little story. So our gym teacher called out and we didn't have a sub. And so I had to cover gym. Whoa. <laughs> I had to cover gym. And, um, How did you do that? I made, well, we watched a movie and we watched Space Jam. And these kids did not know what the fuck Space Jam was. Yes. And so we watched Space Jam and they all loved it. And they like raved about it. But the kids wouldn't know what the fuck Space Jam was. It's just crazy like how the times are just so different. But... 
But it's crazy how they got time on the loop, though. Think about mm, it. TikTok. As soon as you forget about it, one generation to the next, they bring it back. So it's That's always true. the same thing. It's just like, okay. <laughs> I was cool. wondering yeah. where you was going with that because you lost me. Now. <laughs> 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 that was a really good thing. He lost me with that <laughs> time on a loop. Yeah, <laughs> I had a loop, though. I was wondering, but I was wondering. I was like, you have me. Speaking of loop, they have the Powerpuff Girls coming back no. in live action. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. First of all, Blossom wasn't even looking like a bad bitch. Was Blossom a bad bitch <laughs> in the cartoon? Yes, yes, she was the red one. Which one was Blossom? Was that the blue one? So what separated? How did you know she was a bad bitch? Blossom is not the green. Oh, y'all made this up, and it shows. Wow. Wasn't Buttercup like a dyke? <gasps> we Buttercup so, was the, the, the boy, the tomboy. The she was one. a tomboy. Don't yeah. say she was a dyke. And she, then, didn't have a, she was not... The blue one was a character. We didn't her sexuality. She was a character. The red one was definitely Leo, for a fact. Shout out to Blossom. She was a Leo. She Jack and Mojo Jojo. So you know how to line live action no, power Okay. Okay. Um, what else you got on the big and checklist? Then, um, last we have the weekend. He has mm. donated one million dollars to the relief efforts in Ethiopia. Um, he shared on Instagram a whole little. He's actually Ethiopian, right? I believe so. Yes. Um, and um, he's basically he said I will be donating one million dollars to provide. Two million meals throughout the United Nations World Food Program and encourage those um, that can give to please give as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's just like a great you know, humanitarian effort on behalf of the weekend. Shout out to him. It could have been more than one million, but. Y'all, they gotta stop pocket watching. I don't like that. He's a multi millionaire, and this is your country. Like, come on. I gotta stop pocket watching. But. but I guess. I don't even feel like Look, even if it was fifty k, if it was a hundred k, I understand y'all. I understand we want more. We want it all. We want these niggas to be right back poor with us. I feel you. Basically. That's what it sound like. That's what I feel. That's like. what it sound like. We want these niggas to all be right back poor with us, and that's not how it's gonna go. They trying their best and they doing their most. I ain't gonna lie. They got a family. Imagine having to take care of a whole family and having niggas know you got money, bro. They trying their best and they doing the most. You ever had bread in the family for like a week? Niggas is all asking you to. You ain't got shit, nigga. So imagine having bread and everybody, the whole world, know how much bread you come I on, bro. That's that's I appreciate you for that. Coming, coming out of college and landing a decent job. Don't let your family know you got a decent little salary. Yeah. My favorite Brother. word is no. And you gotta say no. Exactly. And you gotta say no. I ain't got it. So let it be. I don't have country. Different country, they they stay asking. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just sending the, the barrels open. The Not the barrels. The technology. With the cereal. <laughs> and the and Goya the products. Goya and the fucking oodles and noodles, child. Yeah, it's a lot. So I appreciate the celebrities who donate. He still could have put more. But let's transition oh, over yeah. into the checklist portion of the show. This is where we give you current events. Um, last week, two weeks ago, when we dropped, we need to get back to weekly because this two-week thing, like, I just can't do it. Like, my schedule, too. <laughs> Mi corazón. I just feel like I told y'all that 
Saweetie was done with Quavo because he did all that she needed him to do. And now she wanted to act up. So much so that they decided to drop a video from, what, two years ago? I don't know who works harder, motherfucking Chris Jenner or motherfucking TNT. Or Satan. Eva or there was a video that surfaced of Quavo and Saweetie basically having a tug-of-war over some type of game system that ended up with Saweetie and her cancer ass <gasps> on the fucking floor, bawling. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Cancers, this is why I do not fuck with cancers at all. Weaponizing your sensitivity. We're not going to do that. This is doing that again. Because how, what, what did he do to have you on the floor for like five minutes? Cut it out. Crying. I'm going to interject, thank you. Um, After you swung on him. Because this is what gets me so upset is that we pick and choose when we want to align ourselves or be in support of domestic violence. Right? This was the conversation that was happening on social media of like... I have my gun loaded, so whenever you're done, I'm ready to shoot. Okay? Well, let me set the scene. <laughs> set it up. Thank you. So, the conversation that was happening on social media was essentially that, like, you know, Quavo and Sweetie in some type of domestic, physical, you know, situation, right? And honestly, from the video, it looks bad. It looks disgusting. It looks incredibly bad, too, because... Quavo, what is his sign? He's an Aries like me. What else? Mm. Okay, so now <laughs> I'm hot. That's nothing. Yeah, now, now I'm hot. <laughs> okay, I'm so ready to Qua- talk. Quavo looked like a fucking, like, it just looked so bad because she is fucking bold in the fucking corner of the elevator and he's standing there. Looking at her in disgust. Like Honcho, man. And he's just like looking at her in fucking disgust. Didn't even offer a motherfucking hand to get her up off the fucking floor. I wouldn't. Not a pep talk. And nothing. Nothing. Just. And it's like, it's just, <laughs> it, it just looked really bad. I mean, me, my personal commentary on the situation is that I just feel like as a large society, we cannot pick and choose what type of abuse you want to tolerate and not. Like if you're on, if you're saying, you know, if you're taking the stance that domestic violence isn't okay, then you need to live in that through and through. Through know, and through. I know a bunch of bitches that be claim. Never mind. I'm not no, kidding. speak on it. I know a bunch of bitches that was jacking all this domestic violence awareness, but was DV, DV. So you know bitches again. that was beating bitches up. Yes, over their man. Mm, that's I mean, that's right. That's a good point. Like, we Somebody gotta get it. If you're against violence against women, then be in that. You cannot be doing the violence against I'm women. I'm sure you beat up a couple bitches in your past. Let's talk about that. But she likes a little bit of DV. Exactly. I don't know that. Chill. You're not gonna know that. You're not gonna know that. You're not gonna know that. I'm just glad. I'm just glad. Because <laughs> there's people standing on things. There's people that are standing on things that they shouldn't be standing on. And that's just that on that. Sorry, guys. I just feel like for Quavo, it just looked bad. It didn't look bad just for Quavo. In comparison to Jay-Z, Solange, and that whole situation, how he handled it, it was just terrible. And I feel like not for nothing... That happened years before Quavo and Sweetie happened. You knew how to handle yourself. You looked up at the fucking camera like you knew this shit was gonna come out sooner or later. 
sooner or later. Hold on, what quick? What, so he didn't beat her up though. He, he didn't beat her. I'm glad you said that. They had, they had nah, but still, it's they not. Yeah, but I mean, they had a tussle. My thing is that I think getting that physical, is still getting physical, bro. Even tussle is a reach, right? Oh, even tussle was a reach. I think that domestic violence goes yes. both ways. Like, I Hold like it's on, wait a minute, and I'm glad you said that. I think it's either way because hands on a man, that's also domestic violence. Because she swung on him. She she didn't swing on him. Nah, I'm not going. But even even in that. Girls Bro. love to hit. What are you talking about? Like, girls love. Yeah, girls be getting. Is it a diva? Bro, could speak on that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they be. Girls the love to hit. Bro, like, because relax. in that video, and what's crazy too, and I hate how the media is doing it to Quavo because basically they cut out the part of her swinging on him. Yeah. Like it's strictly him swinging the um the suitcase or whatever, yeah. and her getting slammed into the wall. Yeah. He didn't even slam her. She was so busy trying to get it from him that she. Slammed into the wall. Inertia. You know what I'm saying? So it's he just took all his gifts back. <laughs> that's all it was. Basically, I'll take my gifts back. Those what he gave me. He bro. took back the Bentley too, but that's a whole other conversation. But bro, in I that video, taking the Bentley. I hate how they framed it as though it was a DV situation when she swung on him. He did not swing back on her. He was literally like holding the package. Whatever it was. Right. Yeah, like, and no, like he was guarding the package. In some way, like she. Slam into the wall or whatever, mm. but the fact that she sat there and cried, like, let me know, like, she knew exactly what the fuck was gonna take place. I would like to say she saw the cameras and she said, "Action." I don't think it was like that, and I feel like we have to understand that domestic violence. I say that this was a case of that, but it's a spectrum. Nobody just beats a bitch for the first time for no reason, unless you like. She but she didn't get beat, so it, don't it, even it, mention it that. Impressive. Not that she got beat, but this could have been. Point one of the scale of ten. You know what I'm saying? Like this could have been the first red flag, and it could get progressively worse. I agree with her now, saying that it just looks bad. There's videos when you see things like a woman was the aggressor, aggressor, and it's like she deserves to get beat. But I feel like ultimately you should not beat on somebody that you love. I will be if I was a guy. And if I'm, if, I agree if with a that. Girl is trying to fight my bitch. I'm a decker. Fuck it. But like, how can you put hands or be aggressive or stand on top of her? Like, I feel like it was just mad, like symbolic. Like he was on top and she was on bottom, looking miserable, and he was not consoling her. No. Like, I, <laughs> I just think it just looked bad. I'm not saying it was. Domestic I I get you. Though, that was crazy. It was. I'm glad you said that. I wasn't saying that it was domestic violence because it wasn't domestic violence. It wasn't. I wouldn't frame that as domestic violence. Period. And I feel like it's putting him in like this whole weird light of like, oh, he beat her up. He didn't help her while she was crying. Like it just looked bad. It looked bad. It, it looked bad. Like we can all agree on that. Riding on the fucking elevator, and then the elevator opens, and someone is waiting to get on, and they don't even get on the elevator because of the fucking situation. How it because of how it looks. And she's sitting on the floor crying. But we don't for like a good minute or months before that. She swung on him. That's what happened before that. I feel like that's being thrown out the window because he's a man. You're right. I'm not going to take that away from you, but I just feel like this whole from sweetie. I just feel like with this whole situation, I don't feel like people are looking at it from Quavo's POV. And I feel like he's being villainized basically over this incident that looks bad. He knew that it was going to look bad for him when he looked up in the fucking elevator cameras. Is, it, is he right. villainized or are, he we, knew. are we desensitized? Like, are we used to just seeing little t- No, he's being villainized. Like, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are no. not. The thing is that Drake's point of view is 
what I saw on social media, period. Of like, I did see that too. Of, it wasn't as both, of both men and women being like, oh, it wasn't even as serious. Like, right. Right. But like, whole time, like, that is on the spectrum of ZV. It, it's it's it on a spectrum. how light it is or how severe it is. It's it on a spectrum. It doesn't matter if it's Quavo and Sweetie in a motherfucking elevator or Meg and Tori. With well, the shooting? What is it? What are you hearing? It, it doesn't like, matter. I just feel like nobody is talking about the fact that she swung on him. Like, like that I is just being thrown out the window. I, I didn't see Quavo even attempt to hit him. I didn't see that so either. How is this all these He aggressively tugged her? Yeah, he aggressively tugged that, her. That's what, that's what people he, like her are doing. You know what? Well, <laughs> he did, though. That's in the video. I'm not, I'm not making aggressive that tug up. is DV. I think that we're looking at it from like a psychological perspective and y'all thinking about it as in a relationship. Like, if No, I'm looking at it as no, literal. Okay, two I'm people. Gonna, I'm going to keep it all the way a thousand. Let's take, let's leave out celebrity. Okay? If it was your dad. No, not even. Literally, if you out in the street arguing with your bitch and you grab on her and if that bitch wants to go to the precinct and say. He didn't he grab on her. Me, he didn't grab on her. He did. No, he did not. Oh, he was holding. He was holding the thing the whole time. My only question is, what was the item? The item. The item that they Watch the video again. The item. Yeah, they were fighting over the item. Who does it belong to? Because if it don't belong to you, you're in the wrong. Because if you try and take my shit, I'm going to aggressively tell you too. Ultimately, Watch the video again. And guess what? And if she wants to go to the police and say, "Hey, she did." She, then that's on that, but like we already know how that plays out, though. So that's I'm like we over here sitting here. I'm not. I'm not taking none of that away. I just feel like you know, and I spoke about it on the podcast too. Like domestic violence and abuse goes both ways. Yes. And nobody true. speaks on when the girl swings uh-huh. on the guy, which in this case she did. Yeah. Nobody speaks on that. Like when the girl is the aggressor, nobody speaks on that. But because he's trying to guard his fucking game, and she's like slamming us the fucking elevators and sitting on the floor crying, automatically she's the victim and he's the villain. That's my whole point of this whole thing. Like, Literally pulls her to that's elevator. my and whole I think point. Anybody who's normal, their mom said, if you get here, you hit back, right? A hundred percent. And I think that's 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 just the norm. But it just in this society that we're in today, to it, it looks bad. It didn't sit right with my spirit, and not because of who hold the power in this situation. Yeah, it wasn't a power dynamic. It was Sweetie trouble. being an emotional cancer. Just, if I was to just watch this video at any second of the time, even when she decked him or whatever. What if they paused it right there when she decked him? If they paused it right there when she decked him, what would your response have been? I'm reading body language. I'm not going to just... What would your response... Now you're reading body language. I'm reading body language. But if they paused it... Right after this, she swung on him. Yeah, that's dead wrong. Can I take a swing? I'm not saying that sweetie is not wrong in the situation. But that's that's the general... No, you're sitting here arguing that, oh, Quavo's being built up, blah, blah, blah. He is. And we know, but okay, but we know society, we know structures, how. And especially as a black man in this society, it in this bad. day and age, we don't need it this. We don't need it this. It looks bad. We all agree and to that. He knew it was bad when he looked up at the motherfucking cameras. He knew. So that's that's why what you're saying, honestly, Quavo already knew this looks bad. And if this ever gets out, this is a bad day for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a bad day for him. Yeah, it was. I'm it not. Was I'm not bad. disagreeing with the fact that it looks bad. I'm disagreeing with the fact that they're making it a, this whole thing of like he's been abusing her and it's been happening for I'm years. Not, I'm not saying that. No, that's what's been happening. You literally said it. Y'all both said it. No, 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 no. I Y'all, said, I said no. Hold on. Hold on. You're gonna be recording. We can. 
we could play it back. But, but literally, one of you both said, imagine how long this has been happening. We don't know if this is the beginning or the end of it. That's what you guys said. And like that's the image that's being put out into social media is he's been abusing her. I said that abuse comes in a fucking scale. And it always starts from somewhere and there's always red flags. What I'm saying is this little baby action is a baby action because it's a baby action. But let's say later down the line, it would have progressed. If I was Sweetie or I was Sweetie's friend, I'll be like, remember that time in the elevator? When y'all did all this little thingy thingy? Like, that you should have known from then. That's that's fair. Period. That's fair. But like the whole thing. We never said that there was a history. Y'all could play it. Y'all could y'all could play it back and hear it. But after this after this video came out, like that was literally the headline. It's It's like he's been abusing her. That's why they broke up. Y'all spoke on it too, so that that's that's what I'm speaking to. That's what I'm speaking to right there. Y'all could replay and say and hear it, but no, it's definitely triggering. And that is triggering, and it just looks bad. And again, just like how most times rape is just like a woman thing, and abuse is like a woman thing. But there, it always works roles. Like a man can exactly. rape, and a man can domestic violence. And I'm glad you said that. that. That's all I'm that speaking is, from. Like I want right. the same. Energy. No, I'm not the same energy. She dragged it. She dragged it. She. she, Oh, you watching the video again? She She did drag it. Crying on the floor for no reason, bro. For like a. She had mad energy to fight him the whole time. She swung on him. And now she. And now she's just crying on the floor. But you see too, like, and you just saying you don't know what happened that day. That's what you said earlier. (laughs) But in that, it's like in that, in that. No, Do you know? no, hold, Do you hold on, exactly. hold on, so no, but hold, but hold on. Period. In saying that, like it's alluding to the fact that he's been abusing her all day. So to get to this point, no, you no but that's really what it is. In this time, when you're talking about a man in an elevator with a woman who's on the floor crying, no, the I picture is painted. The picture is painted that he's been abusing her in this relationship. And it goes both that, ways. To that end, like, so we can say, like, respect her privacy, whatever happened, happened. Respect his privacy as well. If they get back, that's just toxicity for you. So, <laughs> so where it may be. So, right. And that's the Aries King and the Cancer Queen. And the Aries King. Terrible. <laughs> we found out that the LAPD is launching an investigation against Quavo. Oh, oh, that's the next topic? Can we skip it? <laughs> <laughs> we found out the LAPD is launching is launching an investigation in that whole tussle video that we witnessed. Apparently, it took place like a year ago, but we know how this is going to end up for Quavo. But... Well, hope he has a lawyer like you, child, because you... Right. I'm ready to fight the good yeah, fight. Yeah, make it make sense. So. That's the law is rigged. But anywho, tell us about Paul Pierce and his wild Instagram night, because oh I have no God. idea. Oh, Paulie. Like, I have no idea okay. what is taking place. I'm okay, so ready. I'll set you free. Yes. So, Paul Pierce, he is in the Hall of Famer. He was on 
Is he retired? Retired, finals MVP. Legend. Oh, he's a legend. Yes, aka the truth. And let me tell you how he just went up on Instagram Live one of these days. Probably like last week. It was a little poker game situation, you know, him and the fellas, you know, chilling or whatever. He hops on Insta Live and he has a blunt in his mouth. Oh. Some lady friends in the background. The truth. And it looked like a great time to me. ESPN and Disney didn't think so. <laughs> they were not aligned to, you know, his um, after-hour activities. Wow. Yes, and so this went... Oh, wait, you said Disney? Like, what does he have to do with Disney? Well, Disney ESPN. All the ESPN. Yeah, Disney Oh, ESPN. shit, this is real. Okay. Yeah, so he went live. Um, and honestly, it was only like 300 people in the live, but this went fucking viral. The influence. Yes. And... Honestly, I think it's very comical. I, I I think that Paul Pierce was living his best life. Although, I'm not sure. I believe he's married, but that's neither here nor there. But essentially, um, this past week, um, ESPN has decided to um, part ways with oh, Paul shit. Pierce um, because of this Insta Live. And Paul Pierce can give a fuck less. Wow. <laughs> So, one thing about Paul Pierce, like, um, when he was playing for the Celtics, um, you know, he had a history of, like, you know, trash talking and just, like, not giving a fuck. Like, he just very much so is that nigga. Like... Let's look up his sign. Like, if you know his body, you know his body. Period. Like, he stands on whatever. He's oh, he's a Libra. And he's standing on this. And who else is a Libra? Where is he from? Inglewood? He from he from the the, the hood hood. Oakland, you said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's from the hood of Like he's so. really about it. And wow. so this is a lot. Yeah, ESPN like let him go and he was just like, ha ha ha, like I got better things coming anyway. Ha ha ha. He went he literally posted his Insta story the next day of like uh-huh, I don't really care. Nah, he's smiling through the pain, but you know, of course you lose oh, that bag, you're going to be sick. Because that's a big bag. But he you know what's next? I mean, it's bigger things and different things next. Yeah, but, he said... But is it bigger? Not maybe not bigger. Maybe, I don't know. He said the... For a retired show. athlete, ESPN is as big as it gets. True. Um, He goes, the truth is going to bounce back like never before. That's all you got to know. He said, so stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. Um... And he's just saying that as early as next week, um, he'll be coming with you know his next move or whatever that may be. I'll say this: I don't believe it. The only reason I ever listened to Paul Pierce analysis is because he was ESPN. So good, <laughs> good luck, my man. Whoever they replace you with is who I'll be listening to next. He said, "Truth gonna bounce back like never before." <laughs> Hello. This is a lie. Honestly, this is a big lie. But everyone was like so up on social media, like, "Oh, he shouldn't have been doing that." I'm like. I he mean, should have. He's having a poker game. Should he have went on Instagram live? No. no. <laughs> because of who you're affiliated with and who you work for, like, it's just certain things that you just That's a fact. You gotta just hold that down, bro. Was it worth it, dummy? <laughs> 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 like, was it worth it, dummy? Like, <laughs> dummy but, you know, he... Dummy. Wow. But very much so, like... The Fumbled truth, like, a big bag. But he's really sticking to it, and that's very honorable. And no, it's not. It's a clown. That's what that is. He's, no, he's, because not, I'm like he's a clown. Like, take for instance, like a Kevin Hart who constantly doubles down on the You should have. After to secure a bag? I guess. But I mean, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The hungry man speaks. It, it <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, like, 
Right. He should be. Let's talk about the job he had at Disney. Everybody is. How often was he really on air? He was only on television maybe a few hours out the week, if that. So out the week, so it's every week. From his perspective, it's like if I have to put on the entire image to maintain my affiliation with Disney for a part-time gig, why would I want to keep doing that? How long am I going to keep pretending to be this certain character when I could get a job that is going to give me a lot more? The outs. On the outs anyway, and so him going on live with the fucking the Zaya. blunt and the strippers. <laughs> with the fucking Zai and the motherfucking strippers, he was just like, fuck it, like that's what it is. It's just it, it looks bad. You know, we talk about things looking bad. This looks bad, you know, like when you fumble a bag because you want to get on live and smoke and have bitches shaking their ass, yeah, like, like you, know? you look ridiculous. I feel like when you're in the entertainment industry, you have to preserve a face, put your best foot forward. Not necessarily, but you have to come to understanding with yourself, like, do I want to be Disney or do I want to be stars? What are you talking about? What kind of content do you want to be affiliated with? Maybe you don't want to be Disney because you don't want to be fucking doing mass people movies watching your mouth every every it second you take. No, I got to disagree with that whole sentiment, bro, because there's no way you're going to tell me I can't do a Disney movie and then I can't do some whole other X-rated thing. Like, Will Smith yes, did it all. No, you cannot. You can't tell me that, bro. Unless... Well, unless a witch. Like, like, for real. Unless, unless I, I could do some superhero movie for the kids. And then if I'm Seth Rogen, I could do Pineapple Express, Super Bad, and some shit, and then some shit for the kids, bro. And they gotta accept that. But that's wrapped in art, you know. When you're doing it just for your personal leisure, like that's when it becomes an issue, which is what Paul yeah. Pierce is seeing. You said Seth Rogen. That's a white guy. This is true, bro. This look is, at this is not my look argument. At look at Look at Wiz. The sport industry is very militant, and it's like even the people who are affiliated with these athletes have to be on their best behavior. Same thing, president. Like, LeBron James has a great rep. Nobody can really say something about him, but he has to uphold that image. There's people who are in the NBA that probably slip off and it looks bad, but if you in, if you in sports, you have to be militant. You have to be a good example. Physically, mentally, in all ways. Sign up for it, though. But that's, it's just, once you're part of that, you have to be yeah, see him a role model. LeBron was on the bench drinking wine. I don't want to hear nothing about LeBron, man. It's wine. LeBron. It wasn't a 40. I'm not a LeBron. <laughs> it wasn't a 40. It wasn't a 40. <laughs> 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 he was on the bench drinking wine. Like, bro, you're supposed to be injured. What are you drinking wine for? And so, anyway. what, and so what came out of that, um, one of the first offers for Paul Pierce came from Cam Soda. Do y'all know what Cam Soda is? No. It sounds like, no. It sounds like something it, small. It is, y'all. It does sound like It's an adult site. And Cam Soda, um, vice president, made an offer. <laughs> offer to Paul Pierce. And I thought, I think this is like a little bit cloud chasey, but I also found it very funny. Um, in the letter, they say, Dear Paul Pierce, I saw the news that you have parted ways I with, saw ESPN, the news. With, with ESPN wow. after you posted a video to social media of yourself with exotic dancers. Being that you are now unemployed, I would like <gasps> to extend your <laughs> position at Cam Soda as our first ever NBA analyst. As our NBA analyst, you would be required to stream yourself live on our platform every weeknight 
and discuss the happenings around the NBA. Um, here at Cam Soda, we champion exotic dancers. We champion. Cam girls and sex workers. You are getting a tickle out of this <laughs> we one. We would be more than happy to accommodate um, uh, the, the women and you would be free to stream with them while they twerk in the background and more. This, this sounds like prime content for me. <laughs> this sounds like a joke to me. No. Particularly. Now this way it gets like a little bit jokey because they say we're, um, we'd be willing to extend you an offer up to um, $250,000. Yeah, this is a joke. This is a jo- like for the legendary Paul Pierce that yeah, y'all just described. Yeah, like, that's like a little 250k. Joke. But however, I do think that this is like I, I mean, Cam Soda. I don't. I cannot speak to say how serious they were. I think that this. I think that that was a joke. This was just like a, a clickbait situation. Yeah, you talking about unemployment and 250k? But I mean, it was very interesting to see the spin on the, because everyone was just coming up. I'm like, oh, why does he have strippers? Like niggas go to strip club. They, do. they, they don't record it. Like, y'all like, do the same shit. Y'all gamble and y'all see bitches and whatever. Now, should it have been on Instagram Live? No. No. But that's the that issue. Was the decision he made and he's standing tall on that. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, let him down that hill. Yeah, weird. But, but yeah, as, definitely as weird. As a Libra man, he goes, I can't lose even when I'm. Yes, you can. Win, even when I lose, I'm winning. Take that to the bank and cash That's how I know he's in pain because that's what people who's who's in pain say. That's how they sound. No, he's definitely cocky. He's smiling through the pain. Fuck you. No, he's down. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? He's 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 well, he's good because he's a multimillionaire. This is fun. He's gonna be good. He's he's great. But also, don't take that porn industry bag. The adult film. I mean, we know that (laughs) OnlyFans is a big thing. We see it, and I think that's cool. Like sex and sports, like. That's like a new little. Let's that see how it goes. Right, it's lit. But that's just that's, that's a whole other cool episode that we're gonna tap into. Um, <laughs> let's jump into. So basically, this past week, Uzi and JT have been battling the world, and essentially, this all started off with a live featuring Uzi and Young Miami. Essentially, it was very awkward. He was basically telling them that they need to, like, mend whatever's going on, you know, very ambiguously. And he was very rude. I don't think he was rude. But, <laughs> um... I wish my friend knew what I was going to do that way. People felt the same way you did, and they went on... Don't speak to me. Wow. People went on Twitter and had a lot to say about Uzi. 808 you know, caught wind of what was occurring and decided to jump on his live to respond to Uzi's comments toward Carisha. And he basically alluded to the fact that he defended Uzi when Uzi was about to by Offset. And um, also, he spoke about Kodak Black, who released um, a first day out or last day out, I should say. And he mentioned Eastern Miami and Carisha Brownlee. Um, basically, Southside went on to say that he runs Miami and that he knows that the niggas that Kodak hang out with, they not real gangsters. They not really out and about. So it's a whole thing going on right now. And we'll definitely be keeping you posted on that. Also in the news this week, we have Bobby Schmurda again. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Basically, Bobby 
has been going through some issues with his label, Epic Records. Um, personally, I feel like he signed a 360, and that's ultimately like what's occurring. But in reality, he's having issues with Epic because he feels as though they didn't support him enough during his legal battles. I'm about to say, Epic didn't fucking bail him out. Yeah. And um, <laughs> also, he's been in talks of like getting management from Rock Nation, but there's like certain clauses in his contract with Epic. You know they don't do that. That is against that. So it's just like a whole thing. And I feel like, I feel like time is running out, especially Bobby's time. I feel like when you get out of jail, like you're only hot for a little while. And I feel like this is his time. And because he's going through these contract issues, like time is ticking and clicking and it's clicking down. And I just hope like he's able to like rectify the situation before we don't want to hear him no more. You know? Well he hasn't put out any music yet. We see him recording in whatever Brooklyn apartment he's in with the target bag, but I mean I I don't think time is running out for him. I think he so. He needs to get situated. I feel like from the very beginning though, he was signed. Um, you know like that viral video of like Bobby performing hot nigga no Bobby bitch, I think, in, the, in, the in front of all the record label execs, and they yeah. not even really understand him. Well, they was on the table. He was on yes, the table. He was like yeah. going crazy, and it's like he gets locked, and niggas don't even. I don't know if they even put money on his fucking books. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole situation on how the label even handled him was just fucked up when he was really like the hottest thing oh, yeah. at the moment. So I think he needs to get that squared away and just get into a. I mean, he could, he should probably just go independent and just do a nice. I don't think he would be able to function independently. He could do a cute little Rock Nation management deal and just make his bread that way. To be honest, Jay Z should just buy him out. I think Dre is Dre is right. They gotta figure that whole body and we gotta figure something out before we don't want to hear him anymore. If you put out something we don't want to hear, I don't even want to imagine that. Like, mm. If you put out some live music, it's gonna it's not gonna be that. I think he has the right people around him though that he's gonna actually perform. With Who's the right now. people? Just everybody's on his dick, but it's because <laughs> everybody's on his dick, which is great. But like, I don't think his thing is gonna die down because at the end of the day, he's gonna go down in history as like a, a somebody. Who if you say the legend word, I was gonna say legend. I was, but I actually <laughs> because he in the streets at least like he held it down. How? It took more time for his men. Oh. Time. That's just always going to be like valid. That in gets you but so it. far in this community as well. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's not. I mean, <laughs> didn't do what he had to do. Please, I said let's not. But he went number one when he came out. Because he still has things, like he, has, he still has like eyes on him. He, he has the machine him. behind him, which yeah. Bobby needs, is what I'm saying. You talk about Daniel Hernandez? I still have nothing to say, yeah, ma'am. He has a machine behind him. Bobby number one. Rat and all. Unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you want to talk about your girl? Big brr. Not big brr. You have a crush on her? Yeah. What about her tickles your fancy? She's cool. I like her aesthetic. I like her style. I like her style. What about she her? Has the swag. I don't it's the swag. I don't see a swag, though. She's, I don't know she's she a realistic girl, bro. Like, she's a vibe. She's a vibe, though. 
Oh, you, yeah, you was taping earlier. What happened? Uh, I, I've been a Koi stand since before people even jumped on the bandwagon. Well, what made you a fan? Koi is exotic. Exotic? She, first of all, she... Not the exotic label. I mean, the way that she gives off sex appeal without having much body. Oh, speaking of body. Is that okay. really sex appeal? That's art. So listen, this past week, Koi is known for her, you know, TikToks, her videos of her twerking and showing her body, showing skin. Like, that's what, outside of her music, that's also what, you know, she's known for. Like, you know, she gets a lot of likes, a lot of views, a lot of whatever. And um, she went to Twitter this past week um, because a lot of people, once she released the big Record. Um, social media kind of attacked her and was just like, "You not big? Pr- wow!" <laughs> <laughs> but I thought big pr means that your um your know. kitty's big. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is not the episode for that. I just want to know. I mean, I assume that as well, but you got a fat cat. You big pr. <laughs> That's what I thought. You don't have to be fat to have a... And so she okay. responded to the um, the hate that she received. And she goes, um, a lot of y'all do this bullying shit to every celebrity. I get it, y'all human. But a lot of people don't understand how much it could kill someone. If you're wow. trying to kill me, just know I ain't afraid to die. I'm ready for whatever. Oh. And so the conversation on social media kind of went around, you know, body shaming of like... They were comparing Koi to like Lizzo. Lizzo. And, like, how we respond to body shaming and body image and social media. And I kind of want to throw even Khloe Kardashian in that. You know, she's been up in the media over that, like, bikini photo. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. The the, the unedited photo that... She had to go on live to clarify and verify. Yeah. And so, essentially, I mean, they were just saying, like, you know, why is it okay to not body shame bigger women, but it's okay to body shame a smaller, petite girl like boy. But who said that? The people. The people. The masses. A percentage. That's all right. Wow. Hmm. And I mean, I, I mean, I guess a little deep in the wind. Yeah, let's what do you want to hear? Like, let's, start, <laughs> let's start with him. He looks like he's shredded. Um, as, as far as like, what, so they body shame McCoy because she's skinny? Yeah. Because she's small, she got a petite body, little titties, a little but butt. People are trying to say that because she's skinny is kind of not the same as body shaming. Because people like Love and Lizzo, who's bigger, but this is not body shaming because she's skinny. Of course, it's body shaming. Ultimately, for sure. Like, I mean, look, people gonna like what they like. People gonna like people. If you like people that look like Koi, you don't like people that look like Koi. If you like people that look like Lizzo, you don't like people like Lizzo. And anybody in between, you like what you like. And beauty is up to whoever is is determined. Mm -hmm. Of course, not. So, nah, look, Koi is fire. Lizzo is fire. Both of them can hit me up. This is she's a, mad pretty, bro. And so what if she's slim? What's going on? I feel like it's a great topic that's being introduced. I don't know specifically what's going on with Koi, but I think um, the topic of skinny girls like have like issues too that they're like sure. battling with drinking and shorts every fucking day. Mm. You know, like eating ten meals a day and still can't gain weight. Yeah. You know, so I feel like it's. A good topic to be introduced to the conversation. 
Yeah, like they really be trying to like put on pounds and like no matter what they do, it's still nobody. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just like I feel like it's a great topic being introduced to like the culture because like we're all too familiar with the big girl conversation of Lizzo and you know, that side. So it's good to see like you know, and like the fact that they're getting body shamed is also like I feel like it's refreshing. Look, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, I refreshing. Like that too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's refreshing uh, because it's like I, I guess it's refreshing, oh, God, but bro, like even women that get that get plastic surgery get body shamed. Like yeah. we, I don't want to say men. It's not just men. Mm-hmm. People, women, everybody's yeah. annoying about the shit. Like, it is. It's a war on women. It's a war on women, no matter what you do. But it's not it's even only on women. I will say that too. I mean, but for the most part, I was shaming Drake abs. He got a whole tummy tuck. But, like, but even with men, like, being a man, like, it's... I, like, struggle with certain things, too. Like, not trying to... Yeah, like, especially with social media and, like, that constant image of a six-pack and big shoulders and a nice chest being put to the forefront. I like my guys for real, so I don't... I can't relate. <laughs> skinny and tall. I like those bodies. You want a nigga that's gonna break. <laughs> but I like oh, your body. What is that term when you are? Everybody is welcome. Um, representation matters. <laughs> that laugh, but I feel like it's definitely good that the conversation is being had because it's it goes across the oh, spectrum. Look, this is actually the tweet I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Nice. They they body shame Koi for being skinny, Megan the Stein for being tall and strong, Sweetie for plastic surgery, and Lizzo for having that. I'm starting to think. There's no right way to occupy a body when you're a woman. Period. But not only as a woman. Yeah, that's as a the man, thing. As a man. Yeah. Oh, of course. And right. the thing right. is too, it's like there's no like general like mold that like yeah. everybody's gonna love this. I feel like but even men, like we get like cool, cool names for being out of shape. Like there's a dad bod and then you have like football players be three hundred pounds, nobody talk about that. They be mad. They have the fat. Oh, they have the gut, but they, they be in shape. But they have the gut for real, like so. Right. But they don't get you know fat shape. I don't know where you at, but the girls I hang around with, they be like, nigga, you got fucking fat. Like <laughs> lay off that. Da, 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 da. No girl wants a nigga that they met skinny that got big and got a belly. They don't want that. What did Donahue say? He said, "I'm sorry, I got." Even that fat nigga, nobody want him. We like chubby boys too. Everybody matters. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's hard though. It's hard for them to ignore, you know, fifty five hundred thousand people telling you all this other bullshit on your Twitter and your Instagram. So exactly. I see it, but but yeah, I couldn't be. Shout but that's how everybody eat Franks. Eat Franks. Wow. Franks. Yeah. Like eat a dick, basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bendito. Um, <laughs> let's just transition over into the checkpoint. I have a checkpoint. This is basically like our open dialogue topic question. Do you agree or disagree? Many relationships fail because women forget their man's happiness matters too. And let's just start this way. Wow. Um, I, I, you know, I think that's really, <laughs> I think that's true. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, you know, I think as men though, I think a lot of times we also don't hold our women accountable for taking into account our emotional well-being. Because we try so hard to put on this stoic, um, 
macho, you know, machismo. Like mm-hmm. we project that. So a lot of times we don't even hold women accountable until we at, we're at this point where it's like, damn, like I've been emotionally neglected for so long. And then. I want to ask you a question. What has a woman done for you that made you truly happy? Can we come back to me? Because uh, what is it? Is it the little things, the big things? They don't do the little things or the big things. So <laughs> back to me. You been living bad. I must be living bad. Oh, okay. well, I don't know. You never had a girl take you to get your feet done, your nails done. No. Nothing. Wow. No. On to the next. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. She never took you out to Ricardo's, SCK, Philippe's. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I don't want that, though. Oh, he's omitting information. I can't. All right. Next person. <laughs> um, do you agree or disagree? Many relationships fail because women forget their man's happiness matters, too. I think that... I, all right. Let's start, I'm just start with the second part. Women forget that their man's happiness matters, too. It's like... It's not that they forget. It's just that in the relationship, most of the time, you're trying to, like... It's like, you're always trying to pick up after the girl. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, baby. What happened? Can I do this right? What do you want? Like, it's not It's not, It's not. not really a give and take. It's always the guy trying to make everything right. Like, all right, baby, I got this. I got this. I'll handle that. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. So it's not like the man... Like, they they forget about the man's happiness. It's just, like, the way the shit is set up. But again, that's, that goes. It depends on your dynamics because if it's a given, a real give and take, it should be. It should be even. Wow. It should be even. Like it's powerful. Be, they help you help. You know what I'm saying? You help her out. She helps you out, and that's how it go. And whatever way, not like not just not just mentally or you know emotionally or financially. Like you have to help each other out the way. That's how this shit's supposed to be. So many relationships fail because women forget their man's happiness. I would say no because if. The man isn't happy, then I mean he can't if he can't he can't be making her happy if he's not happy. So yes. If if the man is not happy, then the relationship will fail. Like, but I'm glad you said that. I don't but. think that women forget that men's happy happiness matters. So that's why it's like I kinda understand where he's trying to go, but it, it's not doing it for me because I think women want to make their men happy. I think all women want to say that. Or their partner Or their partner, sorry, yeah. I have a question after y'all finish this. So you go. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, um, you know, speaking for me, having been in relationships with both men and women, I don't, I don't think it's just, I think if one person's happiness is being neglected, the relationship will not work, like, it will not, it will honestly, like, come to an end just because it can't be one-sided. You hate it here. Yeah. Like, okay. that person's going to hate it here. That person's going to end up re-resenting you. And it's like, what am I getting out of this, right? Like, essentially, I think for a relationship, like, you want to create a safe space where, like, you're both pouring into each other. Both are, you know, being the support that each other may need. And it may look differently for, for each person. So it may be that I need quality time or X, Y, Z. Or it may be that my partner needs, you know, reassuring words and you know, acts of service or whatever the case may be. And so I think it's not so much that women forget man's happiness. I, I think that in relationships, we often don't speak to each other's love languages mm. and how that meets them. That's fair. Yeah. Well Ma'am? I just 
think that it goes both ways. It's really straight. And if you really like somebody, you're going to do whatever it takes to meet their demands, meet their demands, and just get it together. And then also, just like not giving up easily, like our parents and our grandparents, thinking these things last for X amount of years, like thousands of years. I like that long. Thousands? (laughs) (laughs) You already know. I've heard somebody's like, I've been married for 30 years. I'm like, wow, like that, that must have been really tough to uphold that. Also, monogamy, love is cursed by monogamy. Wait, what? <laughs> love is cursed by monogamy? Oh, that's what Kanye West says. Is that like an open relationship is what's needed to make a relationship last? Is that what you're alluding to? No, what I'm trying to just say is that there's a lot of standards. And sometimes you just got to take L's and W's and see what you find and when you meet your person. Great, great, great. I love the fact that you said that L's and W's. That goes into my next question. Do you think you can make yourself more compatible with someone? And we'll start here. That's a great question. Who constructed that one? Me. That was good. I feel like you definitely can make yourself more compatible with somebody. How? By making changes to who you are. I mean, you know, like we're we're all we can all develop ourselves. I mean, whether it's positive development or negative development, I mean that's in the eye of the beholder, but you can definitely Augment yourself to the point where you're more attracted to somebody else. For a fact. So put it in the lens of, like, you meet someone, right? You meet a woman, and, like, on all other avenues, like, she's where you want her to be. But she's not where you want her to be sexually. It's like, she she doesn't match your sex drive. she can definitely learn. And she doesn't want to learn. Do you think you can make yourself compatible with her? Could I make so myself compatible so with her? Yes. Yeah, I could settle. I could settle. And say, like, damn, she doesn't please me sexually. Well, fuck it. She's killing in all these other areas. So, you can I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna de- I'm I'm gonna deal with it. <laughs> I'm smelling cheating. So, I'm not going to have a track star. I agree with Dead. him. But I think that, like, sometimes you have to pick your, your pick a struggle. Because you can leave a guy that's an eight because he didn't meet them extra two points, but they end up with a motherfucking six. And then now he beating on you. And I was actually never left Dante in the first place. I'm crying. Dante? Dante. Wow. But yeah, like you... Do you think you can make yourself more compatible with someone? Oh, yeah. That has pretty much enjoyed yourself. Oh, yeah. That was an easy one. Yeah, I mean, it's all a choice. It's a choice to choose the person you're dealing with. It's a choice to be faithful to them and loyal to them. It's a choice to change them. So, if you really want to be with them, you will change them. Wow. What do you think? Um, I think for me, I think compatibility is like something that's just innate, right? I think that when you are dating someone or something like that, in my experience, perhaps, is like I know when I'm compatible with someone. I've dated people that I'm not compatible with, and it didn't matter if that person. So you tried to make yourself more compatible? No, no, no. They tried to be more compatible to me. Ooh. But like I like. It just didn't work, right? Um, I think that you can make certain changes to... I don't know. I think changes is like a really vague word. But I think that you can tweak certain things with yourself to, you know, better... To be more compatible to the person that you're with. But I think some, like, core things of you... I think those are the very important things that really will dictate if you're compatible with someone. And it's like, you can't necessarily always change those 
core values of like who you are as a person, whether right. it's like what you believe in or whatever it is, right? I think those are the harder things to change to become more compatible with someone. Right. So I don't always see that, you know, necessarily working. But I but I, okay. but I, do, but I also do agree that I think love is compromised in, in the fact of like, hey, if my partner's like, I want to do in the lens of like, let's just, because we use the whole sex example of like, Maybe my partner likes a certain type of sexual gesture, blah, blah, blah. But I don't necessarily, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a compromise for me to be like, okay, well, I'm going to do that because I want to please you. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I have a question now. Just open. Whoever want to respond, respond. Do you feel like you ever had to overcompensate for the sake of a relationship? Hmm. I'm already too much oftentimes, so I don't have to overcompensate. Or I'll kind of like undercompensate, bro. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, so. You're a Pisces, right? I'm a lot. I'm a lot. I know I am. I'm a lot of everything, bro. Wow. I think so. I guess in me undercommenting, if that's even a word, is me. You're putting yourself together. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which is not fair. And that's why I think just be you, and now you're doing this for the service. Because why would you want to be with somebody that you don't meet the same values? Like, I've dealt with people that I'm just like, yo, he's fire. Like, he's a rock, well rounded person. But there's just certain things that I'm like, I cannot succumb to. I'm just like, that is just not my speed. Like, mm. And I'd rather be alone. I'd rather deal with somebody that's just like a best friend to me. And that's what I'm seeing, like, love. Like, as I'm dating and I'm in my dating space, I don't want to just settle because we're not compatible. I'd rather just be, like, by myself. Because right. I don't need somebody that much to fill a void. Like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm actually okay, like, being alone. Mm. If you can't measure up to what I want. And that's just Last question to close it out. What is something your ex taught you about yourself? <laughs> Rubs hands like birds. <laughs> <laughs> you first. Drinks and stuff. Um, I would say to be more mindful of self. You know, like, don't, like, just be all open to love. Like, I feel like to some extent you should always be mindful of the fact that this person that you love or think you love could really hurt you really bad. So just keep that in mind like throughout the whole process of relationship. I think it's just something I learned. What about you? I feel like you took the words right out of my mouth, Dre. I feel like I feel the same way. You always gotta know when you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position and right. move accordingly, period. Something your ex taught you? Your ex told you something your ex told you about yourself. I guess I can't say the person told me this, but I can say that I learned from being with them. It's like, you don't get that bread back. So, <laughs> so make sure they don't want <laughs> Wow. Relationships are an investment. So, no kidding. They're going to hold you down too, but you know who's spending the most bread regardless of what. Every holiday, every birthday, every everything. So, so much for undercompensating. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to live good. So if you're going to live good with me and it's too much for you, then pack it up, bro. Pack it up. That's a description. Pack like it up. To, I, I don't know if I like to party or if I am a party. I think I am a party more than I like to party. You are a party. Okay. So it's like, so it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. You are a party. It's a lot to handle. And it's like, I began in trouble just by chilling. And just being in the party, like, just mingling and shit. And I, guess, I guess you're not supposed to do that while you have a girl. What do you mean, what do you mean by mingling? Not mingling, but I'm, I'm chilling. I'll be chilling in the spot. I'll be chilling in the spot, bro. Saying, all the spots, bro. 
I mean, oh, it could be Dyke, man. It could be. Don't show in Dyke. It could be the city. It could be, be, yes, it could be anywhere. Brooklyn, Williamsburg. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm going to be active and I'm going to say what's good to whoever's saying, like, whoever's giving me energy. And that's how I move. So, no, 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 no. Not on some cheating shit, though. But if, if you fuck with me, if you fuck with me, if you fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you. Look, I gotta say, like, if 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 I order some shots and you randomly over here on some shit, like, if we got some shots, so it's like, you know, it's a party now. So I gotta ask. Regardless if y'all old girls and I'm with mine, so it's like. She probably think I'm trying to scoop and shit. Like, like it's like, nah, bro. You just I, I gotta ask you a question. Murky Do you see yourself getting married? If you can handle that. Because I got, I'm not gonna change. I, I said, Do you see yourself getting married? Oh, man. <laughs> you <laughs> said. <laughs> don't be that guy on Harlem that's like 40 and don't got a wife because he wants to be a slag. Wow. Like, that's what I'm saying. Whispering that bitch is like, Mom, I gotta, yeah. I gotta hang up my feet. That's okay. So, so you like you can see yourself getting married. It's whack, but yeah. What do you mean it's whack? <laughs> the love is real. The love is real. You're not gonna get the love everywhere. Mm. But what are you talking about? I'm talking about marriage. So like, if, if, if you get if you get married, you're gonna have some some bad love. Of course, white is gonna love you. Right. But, I would rather fucking so, swallow your Nike tag. Like little like. Before I would let a nigga be with me just cause, not because he don't so want to be with me, child. I have a question. No, 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 no. That, that's not good enough? No, you have to want to be with me. That's like me proposing to someone want me. I'm having fucking chew fucking pillow talks for. Wow. Then fucking be with a nigga just because, like, no. So I could you see yourself in an open marriage? It's getting bad. No. I can't be in an open marriage because I can't share. But you are the party. If you are sharing. Let's, let's just transition to the next person. <laughs> I got a lot to learn. I got a lot to learn. It's okay. AJ the Diva, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a whole lot of content right here that we got to tap into. Next episode. Next episode, we're going to tap into that. But what is something that your ex has taught you? Um, My ex has taught me just give me one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would say um, to honestly just go with your gut. Oh. Yeah. And it's like sometimes in relationships, like, you know, you have a feeling of something and because you have feelings for a person and like you see a bigger picture of like, no, like I really feel like this is my person and I want to be here and et cetera. But you cannot, <laughs> you just have to go with your gut. Mm-hmm. And whatever that feeling is. And if that means that y'all need a break or y'all, you know, y'all separate or whatever the case may be, do that to salvage not only y'all relationship, but also your own personal peace and happiness. That's fair. And your own mental. So. Ma'am. I would just say this person taught me to know the difference between love and like a lesson. Sometimes you with people because it feels right. right. Yo, all my therapists said that's okay. But like sometimes these people just are your twin flame or they just have a purpose to like um like help you discover things about yourself. That's a fact. So that way when you with the next person, you can be like your best self. So mm-hmm. he really put me in a place when I was the worst person I could be because I loved the man. Wow. But it's just like, oh child, like that was embarrassing indeed. Like you could not do that again. And now that's why I'm getting my bully, and that's why to your other points, like there's no point to become to change yourself to be compatible, just literally be you, then let's go into place. And the best relationships are the ones that fall in your lap. So don't be chasing these niggas. Wow. Hey. Okay. 
That's, that wraps up all the checkpoint. Um, I had another one. I'm gonna just give that the checkmate to him. Um, so we're gonna transition. Let the girls chase you, man. Let the girls chase you. Mate, <laughs> you to you. You gonna feel the vibe? No, not chase. You gotta put in the work. Don't don't be like. I, I mean, I used to triple text too. You know what I'm saying? Double triple text and then get one response. It's a new world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, 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 they baby Future. Baby Future, what you got to say about that? <laughs> That's a whole other episode. There's a whole other conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Like, have some respect for yourself. They're going to show you love, but have some respect for yourself, too. I'm not what we wanted. We don't got to. I don't personally want. feel like triple texting is not having respect for yourself, but that's a whole other conversation. Nah, I text, I text how I talk. So if I, if I, I, I would send like two short ass shits and then like long, like some random shit. Okay, that's an interesting thing to discuss when they like texting culture. Yeah, like, maybe we could put that in the next episode too. So um, let's transition over into the checkmate portion of the show slash check yourself. This is what we tell people to check themselves. Um, first of all, I want to give my checkmate to City Boy J. City Boy J is essentially the person that created the TikTok track star dance challenge and essentially he was upset because he was left off of the track star music video and he basically went on to say that he feels as though he was left off because of his sexuality and I truly feel as though that is not the case here City Boy J was left off of the the video because he's not marketable. He's like a six foot man weighing about two hundred and five pounds with mm-hmm. a Oh my god! You really, yo, you really need to fight. I'm keeping it stat. If you say, because now this, I was, I was gonna say, I, I would refute the fact that he put that song on because I didn't see that video or hear about him until the video, and that song been out for a while now. I listened to that shit for a reason. Right. So I would I would fight that point, but the fact that you say he's not marketable, fuck that. If he even did put it on, put him in a video, bro. I don't how think much so. it costs? He did. How much it costs? <laughs> and the fact, did, did you did you watch the video? No. <laughs> I saw Coyla Ray you know, was in it. But this is why I don't even agree with your point. Is because in the video they're doing his challenge, he's right? Doing the dance. But he's not so, doing it. And he should have been. I don't think so. Hell yeah, we bro. see this time and time again in culture. We've seen this even when Drake did Nice for White. He didn't have big, big, big Frida in the video, even though she's responsible for like the whole Nola bounce or whatever the case may be. Oh, like, the sample. Yes, it's like hello, like pay homage. Also like, not marketable. But how you Nice for White is shot in Nola, and how you not have that person and you sample her voice? Talk to Drake. Just talk to me. But I'm just saying, it's the same thing. I feel like and with him, him, like. It would have just been a fucking elephant. If you put him on, you put him on. Like he could, if you could give Shiggy two fifty k, you could. This man could put him in a video at least, though. Thank you. I disagree. I feel like that's it's, the same thing, right? It's Shiggy, a package. Shiggy made the dance for the song, called yes. "Hold That Blue the Song." But the song was gonna be good. The song is a good song regardless. Right. But Shiggy helped boost the song. Fine. You showed up. You gotta show up. Alright, you help boost the song, bro. Throw in a video. I don't care about what you think about like homosexuality, like whether you agree with it or disagree with it. Fuck your thoughts, nigga. He put you on. That's your one song. I don't know what that song is, bro. I just feel like it's marketability. Like I'm trying to present my myself, my artistry a certain way. I can't have you deterring from that. Even though like marketability prior to 
the song is good regardless. That that's it's a hit song. That's that's my whole thing. So like because you made a dance, I have to like come on. Yeah. I show love by having people do the dance. So so why would you not? Like like we see we even see Meg and her videos doing the savage fucking TikTok. But also I feel like sometimes masculinity, like it masculinity stops men from like having the moment. Because he could have had this big-ass moment. It would have been like... It would have been, 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 been lit for the fucking... But I also feel like, too, like he would have been attached to this man forever but because this is his first... But that's the thing too, like Drake was popping before, not Drake, Drake was popping beforehand, but also Shiggy had his name up too beforehand, so it was like. True, but I don't think it's a thing to put him on the map. It's not to put him on the map. I don't know, I feel how I feel. I'll say like this, if it was a white person's song, and a white person, and a black person would dance for it. That happens all the time. No, I'm just saying, if a white person, it's a white person's song, black person made this song, made it number one. You would want that black person and that white person video. Yep. Regardless of what they look like, regardless of anything, anything. Yep. So what the fuck is the difference, bro? For the I feel like... Okay. <laughs> I feel how I matter, felt bro. regarding that situation. That gay shit niggas gotta get over, bro. If, I don't if think it was a gay like, thing. Nah, bro. If, if, all right, if, that, if that is what it is, then he gotta grow up, bro. Look, look up City Boy J and tell me how y'all feel right now. Please, his vibe is not my vibe, so I don't want him in the video as an artist. Like I feel like that. That's me paying my respect to him. <laughs> like that's me. Did he even have on a set to make it the whole internet knows that he created the dance. By doing that dance, is acknowledging the fact like, that he created the dance. If you put me on, come through. We're going to have you choreograph. If you want to get a little cameo, you can get in there real quick. Like, All they had to do was give him a little scene. That's it. So, well, because, because the scene in which they're doing the dance, it's like a whole fucking like, club scene. And they're going to do energy. That's it. That's it. Two seconds, bro. My whole argument. That's five second thing. You can be in the middle for five seconds. That's it. All right, cool. That's fair. Like, I'll give, I'll give, that, that's fair. And then every, this whole shit is dead. This whole combo is dead because he showed love to the person that put him on. That's fair. If he did for five seconds, I'm asking that ten seconds. No, however, I feel like don't use your sexuality as a whole. No, you get what all I'm right, saying? Maybe, like, maybe, you're maybe, not marketable. But that's easy. <laughs> like, and it's just, all right, no. Do it, why can't like, they do it? If, if, if black people do it, why can't gay people do it? Why can't Asian, Hispanic, everybody can use their own skin when they feel like it, bro? Huh? It is what it is. You saying he can't use his skin? What I'm are you talking about? You saying he can't use the gay thing as his defense? Like, oh, it's, it's because I'm gay. That's why I'm not on. We say everything because we black. People, uh, Spanish say people because they because they Spanish. You know what I'm saying? All, all the way Asian because they Asian. Like, you can't you can't always blame your skin. And if you do, then accept it. If you want to blame being gay for him not being on, then fuck it. Because if it was some white shit and I wasn't on because I'm some black nigga, like <laughs> I'm gonna say it's some black shit. Come on, bro. No, it's it's fair. Like, Come at me. He's not the song, I, and I, that's I, that's exactly why he wasn't you, in the video. If you were to play this song right now, and I've never even heard about the dance, that that shit will enter one ear out the other. But because I know the dance, when I hear that song, I want to do the she's like, and in my brain, I'm seeing this big ass, tall, doofy, cool. You see what you just said, dude, tall, like, doofy. But he's a vibe, just like fucking. Cool. Um, he's a parody. So let me tell you something. Like, my introduction to this song was seeing, like, a bottle girl in the fucking club listen to it and the whole club going up. His whole dance, TikTok thing, that all came later. 
so the, the song was popping before he even did the TikTok. So I don't feel the need as an artist to have you mm. with your tall, doofy ass, as you just said, ass. in the video. <laughs> That's just my um, POV. So what, what, like, where was this ATL? Like, is he an Atlanta artist? Who? Um, the track Mooski? I, I have no idea. Because Nobody knows this guy. Yeah. Who the fuck right. cares about it? The song is from, up. But for me, up here up north, I had to see the dance on TikTok 30 times before I even went just like this song. The song is heat. The song is heat by itself. And the song is heat by itself. I'll give him enough credit to say it wasn't through TikTok. But if you did get put on through TikTok, show love. It's easy. It's easy to show love. It don't cost nothing to show love. It really don't. Support is free. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, let's transition over into my other um, checkmate of the show. Um, I definitely want to give it to the officers involved in the takedown of yes. Lieutenant Karan Nazario. Essentially, he's a lieutenant, obviously. He was in uniform at a gas station. I believe this was like a year ago. And the cops pulled up and they basically told him to get out the car. And he was just questioning them, like, why would I get out the car? Like, what's going on? Like, why y'all targeting me? Like, what's going on? They maced him. They pretty much dragged him to the floor. And it was just, like, a whole thing. It was all captured on the body cam. And now he's, like, suing them. But I just feel like it's just really disgusting, too, especially given this took place last year during the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And for him to be in the fucking army, a lieutenant, you know, like, he has ranks in the army. And even that doesn't hold any weight within the justice system. It's just like, it's really a shit show, pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we know what the client said. Like, even if you nigga, you still a nigga in a pool. Like, we already know, like, we've seen this happen before. Even with Not Amar in uniform. Auburn. We, Amar Arbery, he's had his fucking, like, Ivy League fucking college. He's dropping through his neighborhood. And what happened? Like, at the end of the day, like, a black body is always a threat. Sad. And it's unfortunate. And it's like, you are somebody that protects and, you know, serves for this motherfucking country. Why? Yeah. Mm. That's, the, no that's the part but, right there. Like, especially being, like, first-generation Jamaican, like, my mother specifically was pushing me to go into the Army, like, when it was time to go to college and stuff. Like, and I met a bunch of people who, like, the same thing. First-generation Dominican, Puerto Rican. It's like... And that's what they do all yeah it's pretty much like you're promised like once you become army or pd like benefits and a whole yeah. bunch of shit like you're no longer looked at as just a black boy like you're yeah. for your country they be on food stamps they be homeless yeah they don't take yeah. care of them, mental illness, all type of PTSD, all type of shit. Like, and they just be left on the fucking highways and byways. But that. That's sick, but we'll definitely be keeping you posted on this story. Um, and that concludes this week's episode. Follow us on Twitter at the Checkers Pod, and follow us on Instagram at the Checkers Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Okay. Come on, what is the Checkers, baby? You was playing. <laughs>